So in this set of videos, we're talking about how to build an ISO or independent sales organization, specifically talking about merchant services. And the idea I wanna to talk to you about today is choosing the right sales model. Choosing the right sales model. Now, when we're choosing the right sales model, this can be really, really tricky. And I'm gonna give you some core advice. Now, I know for many of you, if you already have an ISO and you're already past this level, some of these are gonna seem a little bit elementary to you, but I believe that there's a lot of salespeople that say, I wanna to get to the next level, but they just don't know how to get there. So the first sales model that you have to do before you can do any of the other ones, you can't bypass this one, is you have to create a system where you are personally making 20 sales a month, okay? You, like the salesperson, you're like, I wanna become an ISO, okay? You have to make 20 sales a month. I could see maybe 15, but definitely no less than that. 15 to 20 sales a month consistently for two or three months. Now, let me be really clear. I'm not talking about just you, like all by yourself going out and making 20 sales, although that's definitely something that can be done for sure. But the idea is you have to build that team of people around you that are helping you to get those deals installed and everything. And I'm gonna to talk to you about how to do that. So the idea would be the first person you're probably gonna hire is somebody who is your telemarketer slash scheduler, okay? So this person is gonna spend three hours a day, four hours a day on the phone, scheduling appointments for you the next day, and they're also gonna call people back. So like they schedule an appointment, you go out there and the person's not there, you update your shared CRM system, they call the person, hey, sorry, you know, James came by, you weren't there, could he swing by tomorrow around four? And so they're constantly doing appointments for you and doing your schedule, planning your follow-ups and everything like that. So they get all that part of it going for you, you're making sales. Now that's gonna do a couple of things for you when you go that, that route. Number one, it's gonna give you some capacity. In other words, once you have people setting appointments, you know how they're doing it, so it gives you some capacity. You already have some people, and we'll talk about the next person in a second, but you've got some people, so when you hire the, the first couple uh, sub reps, they're gonna be able to have those same people helping them with their schedule, those same processes. It's duplicatable. You know exactly what needs to be done. You have employees that are doing things already, so you can then bring a salesperson in and say, hey, I'm gonna have you do the same thing I do, and I make 15 sales a month, do exactly the same thing. You're gonna make 15 sales a month, maybe 10, because they're not as good as you. Um, and so you're gonna have that kind of model in place. The other thing is it's gonna give you leverage with your processor. Um, one of the things that processors do not take seriously is somebody who's making five or six sales a month that calls them and says, hey, I'm gonna recruit this big team and I need capital and I need this and I need a better deal and a better split and all this and the, and the processor's like, whatever, you're not gonna build a team, you can't even sell yourself. Like, that's not gonna happen and that's true because it never really happens. Um, I've been doing this a long time. The people who are successful at starting a team are people who are successful at doing it themselves and building it and they can duplicate themselves. So this is an, an ISO by definition is an independent sales organization. And so you have to have the core competency of your business. There's some things you can get away with not being able to do, but if you're gonna start a sales organization, you have to know how to sell. I mean, that kind of just goes without saying, I would hope, but you need to figure that out. So you build that with that person that does your, um, your phone calls, your schedule, they're calling to set appointments for you. So that's how you're getting out in the field a lot more. They're making your time a lot more efficient. You wanna to get to the point where literally, like this is where I got to, with, with mine, I got to the point where, and Angela could describe this to you, where at the end of the process, before I hired anybody else, I would literally walk into a business, I would walk out, I'd pull up my phone, I had this app on my phone, I'd press a button, and I would tell Angela what happened at that business, and then that was it, and it would automatically email that audio file to her, and then she would update the CRM, she would do the data entry, she would schedule a follow-up if I needed to, whatever else, that's all I did. 
So all I did all day long is I pull up my schedule. Where am I supposed to go today? Okay, I'm going here, I'm going here, I'm going here, I'm going here. And then it was like, now it's prospecting time. Okay, I go to this street is the next street in my prospecting list. I start at one end of the street. I go to the other end of the street. Every business I walk into, I walk out. Hey, Angela, I just walked into XYZ Company. They're at 501 Plank Road. I talked to Bill. He said that I need to talk to Susan, who's the owner. She's going to be in next Thursday at 4 p.m. Boom, done, that would email to her. And the next thing I know, when it comes up to next Thursday or whatever, boom, there's the appointment, I need to go to that place and it has all my notes. So you wanna get it to that point, right? Now the next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna handle the other end of the process. So that's the getting out in the field and making sales. Then you're gonna get the second person, which is gonna be for everything after somebody says yes. Okay, now I don't advise that you delegate um, all of the paperwork, although I have done that before with some success. Um, it does work okay, but um, it's a good idea, especially initially, you still wanna get people to sign the paperwork. But once they've signed the paperwork, you have the like, I actually had like paper applications, you may do electronic now, that's great. You know, I was selling full time a little while ago, but you know, I had paper applications, I take those back, hand them to somebody, and that's it. They do the data entry, they fax in the documents, they reach out to the merchant if they have any further questions. I had somebody that they then went out and did the installation for me and they installed the terminal, they found out if there was any questions. I was already moved on to selling the next person. So if you wanna to get to the point where you're doing 20 to 30 deals a month in that range, you gotta have both ends covered. You can get the 15 a month no problem with just you and a part-time four or five hour a day secretary slash telemarketer. That can get you to 15. When you have that covered and the other end, you can get to 20 to 30, no problem. Um, and so once you have those two things covered, okay, that's the first sales model. Then from there, we're gonna move on to recruiting reps, and we're gonna talk more about that in the next video.